Hello and welcome to the Crack Beer Community Podcast. I'm your host Brian and in this episode of Strong Core I'll be joined by Richie Hamilton, head brewer at Hope Beer, to have a chat about and tasting of their flagship session IPA, Hop On. Located on the north side of Dublin, Hope have been producing top quality beers since 2015. What began as a series of late-night discussions amongst friends has grown into an established, state-of-the-art brewery located in Hope Junction Business Park in Kilbarrack. The beer name, Hop On, was inspired by the true story of how two young lads from Dublin hopped on the dart at Hope Junction and eventually found themselves in New York City via the UK. What makes it all the more impressive is that they managed to do so without having either tickets or passports. I won't say much more, I'll pass over to Richie to do the honours. I begin by asking him to introduce himself and to tell us a little bit about Hope. Well, yeah, so, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Richie, I'm the head brewer here at Hope. We're, um, we've got a, a production team of just four people, so it's me and, and three others. We do uh, all the brewing, all the production, all the packaging, and uh, that's, that's my day-to-day. I do a bit of planning <laughs> when I can, but um, I'm out in the brew house as well, so that's, that's my role. Okay, very good. And then tell us a bit about Hope as a brewery then. Yeah, so Hope um, has been going since uh, 2016. Uh, we're based in Kilbarrick in Dublin 5, North Dublin. Um, we're very much kind of focused on uh, being a local brewery. You know, we do have nationwide distribution now for the last year and a half or so, but we're strongest in the kind of Dublin 5, North Dublin area, places like, you know, around here, Rohini, um, up to Hoth, uh, out to Malahide and Port Marnock, uh, those kind of areas. We're in a lot of the local bars. You know, we, you'll, you'll find us other places too, but predominantly we're focusing on the sort of beers that you know aren't necessarily for the the kind of the real craft beer kind of aficionados or, or geeks. You know, normal beers too. So we'd be in you know the local bars of of, uh, of places like Rohini and 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 the places that we are here. So. That's what we focus on. So for the, the Strong Core today, we're featuring Hop On, which is a beer that's very close to my heart, because as you said, it's available quite uh, widely and locally around, around here. Um, I'd, I'd do my best to try and, try and keep consumption of it up. Um, so tell us, what, what is Hop On? Yeah, so Hop On, like you say, is probably, uh, well, definitely our best-selling beer, both on draft and in, and in, in can. Um, we don't bottle it. It's the only one that we don't bottle. But um, yeah, it's a session IPA. So I guess I had a bit of a discussion with, uh, with someone that we had in on the tour recently and was asking about session and what session meant and, and all that sort of stuff. But basically the idea is it's supposed to be, you want all that all of that hop kind of hit that you're going to get from an IPA that people love nowadays, um, but you don't want it up in the 6 and 7% region that a lot of hoppy beers are. So it's down at 4.3. It's our weakest beer. Um, and I, I guess to a lot of people not used to craft beer, that doesn't sound, that sounds standard, you know, that's the kind of Guinness strength or whatever, you know, sort of beers you're used to. But for craft beer, that's very much kind of almost as low as it goes. Once you, I know, I know some people have really low alcohol uh, beers down in the 3%, but that's kind of generally as low as it goes. So the idea is you can drink pints of it, you can drink, have a few pints when you're out, you can drink a few cans, you know, you could have afternoon, weekend sort of garden cans or whatever and, and not, not feel, hopefully not feel the worse for it. Uh, so that's the idea, get the hops, but maybe not all the alcohol. Okay, brilliant. And then I suppose the flavour profile of the beer though, so it's a session IPA, as you said, they're to be quite heavily hopped. Um, so what should we be tasting in it? Yeah, so even though it's our weakest beer in the range, it's also our most heavily dry hop beer. And dry hopping is when you 
add the hops once the beer has already fermented or at least towards the tail end of fermentation. Um, and the idea of that is that you don't get all the bitterness from the hops, but you do get all of the aroma and a lot of flavor from the kind of oils that, that are going to dissolve into the beer. So predominantly, I think what you're going to taste is um, that the, the heaviest, we, we, we have three main hops in the dry hop. Um, and one of them is citra. And citra is also used in the actual boil, so in the kettle, both at the beginning of the, um, of the boil and also at the very end in the whirlpool. And citra is, I guess, one of the real classic American hops nowadays. It's, it's a descendant of Cascade, which is the first big citrusy hop that kind of was developed in, in America. And to me, it's just pure grapefruit. So citra, as the name suggests, is just really citrusy. Grapefruit in particular, I think, but also other citrus fruits. So I think that's leading, that's leading the kind of flavor in hop on. But we use a couple of other hops as well. Um, namely uh, El Dorado and Azaka, which are a bit more modern hops, and they bring something a bit more tropical, I think. So particularly um, El Dorado, I think, is is a bit more um, fruity in a, in a, in a non-citrusy way. So maybe you get a bit of tropical pineapple or, you know, people throw around so many fruit in hop descriptions, and actually a lot of the time they're, they're fruits that I've never tasted. Like, I don't think I've ever had a lychee, <laughs> which, which often gets thrown around, so I must try one at some point. Um, and then Azaka, similarly, you've got some stone fruit kind of flavors, you know, you, you sometimes get a bit of peach or those, those sort of things. So there's other stuff going in there, but I think the citra dominates. It's a really strong hop. It's a dominant hop, um, and that's kind of what we're going for. Okay, lovely. Will we give it a taste? Yeah, so one of the things which, I mean, Hop-On is all about hops and session IPAs tend to be all about hops, but one of the problems that you're going to have, which, now, so this, this recipe was not one I developed, it was developed by my predecessor, Mark, who was the original head brewer here at Hope for the first few years. Um, one of the problems that you have if you're making a beer this strength is... Um, you know, you still got all those hops at the, like I say, it's the, it's the most highly hop beer we do, but it's the weakest beer. So you run the, the risk of being a little bit unbalanced. Um, so what we did with this is we tried to back it up um, with kind of more um, flavorsome uh, malts. Uh, we didn't just use normal pale malt um, that we use in our other beers. We actually used a Vienna malt, which it's a bit like a pale malt, but it's it's a slightly darker roast than the sort of normal European lager malts. It has a bit more character, a bit more kind of creaminess, a bit more breadiness. So we went with that for the base malt, and we also added Irish oats, just flaked oats, just like your porridge oats. They go directly into the mash. And again, they're supposed to be there to beef up the body a bit because the worry is it would be a little um, uh, thin otherwise. So flaked oats kind of give traditionally would give a kind of creamier mouthfeel so they not they don't necessarily make it um taste it's it's more of a quality of the of the of, of how the beer actually feels when you're tasting it it may be slightly thicker or slightly creamier so we've gone for that to, to maybe try and balance against the hops and um, so yeah we've poured poured a poured a can into these two beautiful glasses one of them is from hoop our our sister brewery in in a in Holland, and uh, the other one here, Brian's one, is uh, Dead Center, uh, which is also good friends of ours. Now, I hope they gave us that and we didn't steal it, but either way, we have it. So there you go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so we should have smelled it first, of course. The aroma is the first thing, but I think it's all grapefruit for me. When you when you crack one of those cans open, you can smell it um, as soon as the can is opened. 
and um, you get this lovely kind of mixture of the of the of the hop aroma and the flavor with the kind of sweetness behind it which which i think is one of the reasons it's such a popular beer it's not terribly bitter um session beers if you if you go too heavy on the bittering hops they're going to be way out of whack so we use quite a small amount in the kettle um at the beginning now it's nowhere near as sweet and juicy as a lot of modern kind of um east coast style um, hazy beers which to, for, for my taste are far too sweet They're, they don't have enough but it's enough that you don't get that kind of bitter sort of aftertaste that you can often get from a really high, highly hot beer so I think that's probably one of the reasons it goes so well for us you know it doesn't doesn't scare people off a lot of people when they taste it maybe think they don't like IPAs or hoppy beers but they realize they actually quite like this so it's uh, it kind of it fulfills that kind of role pretty well for me, it, it like epitomizes a perfect core beer. It's just so pointable, so sessionable, yeah. but so full of flavor as well. It's it's just it's beautiful, uh, absolutely beautiful beer. Yeah, and it's going really. It's the one that's really growing at the moment. We we can't really brew enough of it. Um, I'm brewing it every week at the moment, um, which is kind of I'm brewing it almost twice as much as our next um, our next ones because, like I said, it's it's the one you're most likely to see from us on draft if you if you catch any of our beer on draft. And it's definitely outselling everything else in Cannes as well. So partly, possibly partly because it's got maybe one of our most distinctive designs. Um, if you see it in, uh, in the shops, it's the only one of our beers that's in Tesco. So you might see it there. Um, and it's got the dart, the, you know, the kind of classic symbol of, of this part of Dublin. Uh, we, we're, we're situated right beside the dart line. You can see it from the brewery. You can see it rattling past on its way to Hoth or Malahide. Um, and the can is kind of bright green with a big dart in the front. And it's kind of got our, it's, it's got that little story. All of our cans have, uh, all of our beers kind of have a story associated with them. And this one in particular is, I like to say it's the most true of all our stories. <laughs> they range in, in truth, in, in degrees of truth. But this one is definitely true. There's a recent documentary on it, which is on RT about the two kids from around here who, who hopped on the dart and ended up on the ferry and ended up on the flight to New York and somehow got all the way to, um, all the way to the to, to New York before they were finally picked up by some police who thought there was something not right about this and uh, and they ended up being put up in a hotel and treated royally and eventually repatriated. Uh, it's a really great documentary if you want to check it out on, on RT. But that's what we went with. Um, that little story and the dart is so much part of what we what we are here in this kind of area. So it's possibly one of the reasons it's so popular is because people really recognize it. It's a good image. And then just as we start to wrap up then, uh, what do you like most about the beer? Um, well, obviously it's very drinkable. That's that's what I love. I mean, if I, if I have... Um, cans of hope at home that I'm maybe drink while I'm cooking or whatever it's likely to be hop on or maybe our current summer seasonal which is also very drinkable and, and a similar beer a bit stronger but hoppy in a different way you know more far more fruity but those sort of beers are the ones I like to have in an evening you know when when I'm when I'm cooking or around the house and you know it's it's great beer it kind of hits hits everything it's you know it's flavorsome it's not too heavy you can kind of drink a couple of them. It never feels like just some sort of boring beer that you're having, but it's also, you know, not, not something that's going to ruin your palate either, you know. It can stand up well to a lot of food. You know, I like to drink it with um, spicy food, um, you know, kind of Indian-style food and, and other Asian-style foods. So it kind of it hits everything. It works well. So it's a really good general, you know, um, across the board, it's a great beer, so... 
yeah, it's that's that's one. Of the, that's why I love it. I mean, I love hops as well, and um, you know, it's 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 our most hoppy beer. Okay, very yeah. good. So you touched on it earlier. Uh, it's available in plenty of uh, pubs around the north side. Cans available in Tesco. Uh, where else can you get it? Um, super values is uh, super value is often a good bet. Um, we're, we're in we're in a lot of super values. Um, we're obviously in a lot of the independent um, uh, off licenses. So. Um, McHugh's, the two McHugh's that are close to us, if you're in North Dublin, are great off-licenses and they'll always have it. Martin's a bit further down the road and all the other uh, independents. We're, we're in plenty of centres and things like that as well. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think we have a stockist list on the website. Um, but, yeah, in terms of draft, um, it's in plenty of the local bars in, in, the, in, in the North City. Um, and it pops up from here, to, here from time to time in other places too which I don't always know about because um, they're generally places dealt with our distributor which is which is Nor'east and they um, they'll get it in if, if they have the, that's the only keg that they distribute so if you might say I had a pint of it in, in Belfast for instance and I had no idea it was on and I saw it and it was great so um, um, and I saw it recently over in uh, Black Rock as well, which I was surprised by in, in uh, O'Rourke's, I think, is the, is the pub out there. So, yeah, it kind of, it pops up. It's the one that you're likely to see if you see any of them. I'd like to thank Richie for taking the time to have a chat about Hop On, and I'd like to thank you for listening. I spoke with Richie within the Hope Beer Tasting Room, located within the brewery, overlooking their impressive brew house. You can check out both the brew house and have a tasting of their beers all as part of their brewery tour, bookable on their website. The beer community in Ireland is an amazing space full of so many fantastic people. At Crack, we aim to champion independent brewers and everyone else involved in the independent beer scene and support them as best we can. If you'd like to learn more about Crack, you can get involved in the beery discussion at crack-beer-community.ie. It's free to join and always will be. You can also check us out on Twitter, at Crack Community, and on Instagram, at Crack Beer Community. As a final note, if you enjoyed the podcast, then please feel free to rate it, and also subscribe to stay up to date with all of our new releases. So that's it for now. Thanks again for listening, and sláinte.